name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who truly does give us new day after new day after new day. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, when I started things off, I asked you what you were going to come back as. Now, that may not be something that you're very used to hearing in a Lutheran service, or really any Christian service, because that was sort of alluding to the idea of reincarnation, which, by the way, if you don't know this already, we don't believe that. But we do know what reincarnation is. We know that it's a Hindu belief. We know that uh, we sort of know what it's all about. That, you know, if you do really good stuff in this life, that you sort of go up the totem pole of existence. That maybe if you were a rat and you were a good rat, then you go up to being something like, I don't know, a dog. And then if you're a really good dog, then you go up to being something else. Or if you do really bad then you know that you kind of go back, right? That um, if you do bad in this life as a human being, then maybe then you come back as maybe a horse. Or maybe if you're then a bad horse and you continue that thing going on, then you come back as uh, a cockroach. And then maybe if you continue doing bad, you come back as a Miami fan. And I knew that would get you. But that you would eventually go to this, uh, the smallest, dirtiest creature out there. But the thing that we don't really understand is that in this Hebrew concept, that, that it, it, not Hebrew, Hindu concept, <laughs> you have this thing where actually if you are getting better and better and better throughout your lives, that there is a top to that. That there's a ceiling. And sometimes we get fooled into thinking that this is just sort of the Hebrew idea, or Hindu, I can't keep this straight, Hindu idea of what heaven is like. And sure, it's their sense of the afterlife, but it's nothing at all what our sense of heaven and what the resurrection is like. You see, that concept is the Hindu concept of moksha. And moksha is this time where you are actually becoming nothing. Where when you arrive at moksha, you arrive at this point at which you simply do not exist. In fact, it's very closely related to the Buddhist concept of nirvana, which literally means to be extinguished. That is not what we celebrate in Christian churches. We don't celebrate that someday we'll finally just get out of this cycle of pain. And sure, there is pain. But we don't celebrate that we will get out of the cycle of pain and then into nothingness. In fact, we celebrate something very, very different. We celebrate that we go from this cycle of pain which is caused by our sins and the sins of other people and that we will then go into being with Christ. And we will have a new and fuller relationship with Him. And it's important to note that that's about relationship. That it's not about suddenly going and becoming nothing, but that it's that you all of a sudden are in this relationship with God. That you're actually ushered into the relationship that God already has with Himself. 
that when I started off this sermon and I said, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, well, C.S. Lewis calls that relationship the dance. And in that dance you have the Father who is doting on the Son. And you have the Son who is saying, I am sending my Holy Spirit and He has power. And the Holy Spirit is saying, look at the Son, isn't He so beautiful? Consider what He did for you on the cross. And that they're all just praising one another and that you then, as a Christian, as a baptized child of God, are ushered in to that relationship. Of course, you might be wondering by this time what that all has to do with this story about Tabitha and Dorcas. It has a lot, actually, to do with that story. Because you see, in this story about Tabitha, who's also named Dorcas, she's this woman who lives this very full life. And we understand that she lives this full life because we see what her funeral looks like. We see what she was. We see that people loved her. But it's interesting that all of this story about Tabitha, it's all so front-loaded. And so we get to find out so much about Tabitha, what she was and what she was like. And then it seems to just kind of trail off. But let's talk about Tabitha. Tabitha was this woman who was a disciple. She was somebody who followed Jesus. She was somebody who knew Jesus. And through knowing who Jesus was, she was moved into doing certain things in her life. It says that she was moved into charity. That she was moved into doing things for other people. That uh, when she died, there were widows there that were weeping over her. And they were holding up the things that she used to make, the tunics that she would make, and they would show them to one another and they would cry at the loss of this beautiful soul that passed from them. This beautiful soul that they were now sure they were going to have to miss for a very long time. So how about you? What are we going to miss about you? What are we going to hold up to one another about you? In just a little while, we're going to celebrate that some of you are graduating. And some of you are graduating and you're leaving this place. And that's good. That's really what schools are designed to do. But what will we remember about you? And for those of you that aren't graduating, some of you will move eventually. And what will we remember about you? When we look back at the history of University Lutheran, what will we remember? And for others of you, maybe you won't move, but you might go to a another place. And what will we remember about you as we weep over your dead body? 
What will we hold up to one another and say, do you remember this person? It's a sobering thought that the things that you do, not only in this life, but even within this community, have some lasting power. But then what are we going to be like? Those of you that are leaving after graduation, those of you that are leaving after moving, what are we going to be like when you come back and visit us? And please do come back and visit. Because we're not called to be the same either. We're called to continue to be freed of our sins and through being freed of our sins do new things and great things. I'll be honest with those of you that are graduating, if you come back and you're the same, I'm going to yell at you. You should not be the same when you come back here and you visit for homecoming or for whatever. In fact, those of you that are gone for the summer, and you come back, and if you're the same, I'll yell at you probably just not as loud. Because you have all of that time to work in the grace of God who sets you free from the sins that have been committed in the past and sets you free to do, free to do all of the things that He commands. And when you come back, if I'm the same, I give you permission. Yell at me. Because I need to change too. I need to have my sins forgiven every day and do a new thing through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the power of God. I need something new in my life. And that's what Tabitha, that's what her story kind of reminds me of. And I can't say this for sure, but it's very interesting to me that Tabitha, she is known for all of these things. She's known for her charity and for her work among the widows. And she's known for all of these tunics. And then she dies and Peter prays to God. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, raises her up out of her tomb. Out of that bed that she was lying dead upon. He raises her and then she just disappears. You don't know what happens to Tabitha after she raises from the dead. It's almost as if maybe she started doing something completely different. Maybe she started, maybe she did stay doing the same thing faithfully, but maybe she did something new. And maybe that's what you need in your life. This is a great time to try that. In fact, every Sunday is a great time to really understand what forgiveness means. It means that your sins, all of the nastiness, all of the stuff that you didn't do or you should have done or that you did do and should not have done, is all past. Jesus has forgiven it. That's why He died on the cross. And you are set free today. Free to go out and do stuff. Not free to just kind of mull around. 
but free to be different and to change and to experience the adventure of what it means to be a Christian. In some ways, when Jesus forgives us, it's like our graduation day all over again. He says, you've graduated out of sin. Now go and change in my love and my power. Amen.